Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast has been built to help career-driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance at home and work to look, feel, and function at your best. I hope you get a ton of value out of this, and please subscribe so you never miss another episode. the three ways that busy people fail at fitness. We're going to go through the common mistakes that people make when they're trying to get their health back on track, when we've got a busy schedule, we've got a lot going on. These are the components that really get in the way of you feeling and looking your best because we're sabotaging the process and not allowing our body to get the results from the efforts we're putting in. My name's Ollie and I, I am the owner of The Meta Project, helping you with understanding movement, gut health, and everything in your body to get your body back on your side in a smarter, more intelligent way. So what I want to walk you through is going through these steps. We're going to keep it really, really short, but I want to walk you through what those ones are. The first one is understanding that we need to look at smarter, not harder. When we are in our 40s or 50s, how we train, how we move is very, very, very different to when we were 20. And understanding, listening at those signals, looking at recovery is a component that we really need to take into account. If we're seeing that that body is not responding the same way, we're not feeling as good off the exercise we are or aren't doing anymore, we need to look at that a little bit better, right? Now, one thing that comes up a lot is that overtraining is very really the problem. And it's usually under-recovering. And we start to feel fatigued. We start to feel flat. We feel like we just don't feel like exercise or if we are exercising, we're not getting the results like we used to. So we need to really, really double down on this component or even understand different types of training. Now, listening to that signal as we get older, one of the big things I want to take into account here is realizing that we don't get better at endurance as we get older, we get worse at strength. So we need to look at build muscle or at very minimum, maintain the muscle tissue we have so we keep that strength, that balance, that mobility as we get older. If if we're enjoying running, cycling, some sort of sport, uh, taking the time to continue doing those is probably important to you, but making sure we're adding in the weight training as a foundation allows you to do those for longer. Now, if you're not exercising currently because you just don't feel like you've got the energy or you don't know where to start, weight training is a fantastic component to remove that impact component on the joints and really get back some level of contraction, some level of movement in joints through the ranges that you don't use every day to feel mobile, to feel strong again. So looking at that, if your body's not feeling the same, is a really, really great place to start. And the last one I'll add into that is balancing stress with exercise. This is such a huge part with understanding how to move, how to balance your week. Because if we've got the big projects going on, we've got all the stuff, we need to make sure that we look at physical stress and mental stress the same. Because in the body, they are signaling the same hormones, right? Cortisol is jacking up through the roof. It's causing all of these systemic Uh, changes in the body because there's stress happening. So if we've got a lot of stress happening mentally with work, home, all of the things that go on in a week and it all happens together, right? We need to make sure we're balancing out that out with the training side of things. And rather than just pushing through and trying to do it all, it might actually be beneficial to make some adjustments, move towards a walk or more high strength training rather than hammering another spin, spin class run or circuit, right? So using those adjustments and really understanding the signals for your body makes a really, really big difference. Okay. Second one I want to dive into from a supplement standpoint, we're just understanding this concept starts to work really well. How many of us use those coffees to get the energy out of the day? I'm going to assume it's going to be nine out of 10 of us. So really build that up. But if we're using more than one or two coffees and we're starting to see that it's not kicking like it used to or that we're relying on it to get through the day or to function in the morning, 
That's a real problem, right? And one of the things I want to highlight for you is starting to balance out these components of one, we have our booster supplements, right? We've got the yin, but two, we want to make sure that we're building the yang into that day as well. Otherwise, we're really borrowing from tomorrow. Right, taking the time to balance out a yin with our yang, right, our boosting supplements like our caffeine with our relaxing supplements or recovery so we show up better tomorrow. If you think about it, the reason you're taking that caffeine today is you probably didn't sleep that well, your day was rushed yesterday, you probably missed a meal or didn't get enough water in. So taking the time to look at how I can optimize today to feel good tomorrow without relying on anything can be a fantastic way to make that shift. And it's just anchoring you back into the day. What can we do with some sort of greens powder or a magnesium or even things like glutamine to re repair that gut lining and improve that muscle sparing component. These are all aspects of recovery that we can make a list really, really long, but what are some components for you that we could add in to really move forward? Now, if we are someone that's in the 40s, 50s plus, then looking at things like co coenzyme Q10 uh, and uh, glycine or some form of collagen can be a really nice way of boosting up a lot of nutrients that start to get uh, a little bit uh, depleted or more depleted as we get older. But things like magnesium and zinc are really, really important to add in because we have an awareness of these nutrients getting uh, or, or these nutrients start to get diminished in the body through the soils and the amount of stress that our body goes through, right? So one, soils and food, but two, just the amount of stress our body's used to, we churn through those nutrients a lot more, right? So zinc, magnesium are two main ones that really is a platform we should have in every uh, everyone's program, but getting an idea of that space of uh, coenzyme Q10 and glycine can be a fantastic next step as well, all right? And then the last one I want to go through is just understanding that night routine. And this is one, as I mentioned, with high performers, busy people that are have got a lot on their plate. We don't prioritize us, right? We've got all of the things and they're all urgent, right? Uh, they, we'll, we'll distinguish whether they're important, but they're always urgent. So taking the time to make that change really does require a little bit of an adjustment in how we approach things, right? We want to be proactive for tomorrow rather than reactive to everything that happens right now. Looking at our night routine, realizing that that has the best, the biggest impact on how our morning goes really starts to look at this a lot more. The one component that I want to highlight for you today is being a really, really big factor for this that people still don't know enough about is understanding light exposure. Understanding that most of us spend 95% of our day under artificial lights, right? I've got all the lights going now, but taking the time to be very mindful of that, both getting more natural lights in the morning or through the day, and also removing or getting some time before bedtime without that blue light exposure to your eyes can be very, very powerful at turning the brain or foretelling it that we're slowing down, we're getting ready for bed. Because if we're watching TV, we're on a screen, we've got all the bright lights on all day, we get into that tired bit wide. We want to go to bed, but those signals in our brain are still telling us it's midday. And that really starts to impact sleep quality and depth, right? Really making sure that we are getting that deep restorative REM and deep sleep are the bits that a lot of us miss, especially when that light exposure is an issue, all right? So looking at that as a third aspect of night routine and understanding at very minimum, if you can give yourself that one hour before bed or even 30, 40 minutes, it's a really, really good start to being mindful of how we can optimize and be our body and be proactive for how we show up tomorrow. 
So hopefully that gave you a little bit of a, a breakdown. I wanted to keep this one short, but understanding the first one is finding your sweet spot with stress and exercise. If you're having one of those bigger weeks and it's uh, stressful psychologically or uh, just in the workspace, we want to make sure we're making those adjustments from a physical component, moving towards the walks or yoga and high level strength rather than the mid-level metabolic type training with circuits, spin classes, whatever else, right? It can be a really, really powerful first step. Second one we want to take into account, we were looking at supplements, looking at that more yin, yes, of the, uh, or more yang, yang to balance out the yin, right? Or yin, I might just add in the G there. Uh, it makes a really, really big difference to make sure that we're not borrowing energy from tomorrow to make sure that we can still show up good there. And then the last one is understanding where is our weakest link in our recovery? Is it is it in the night routine? Is it in our sleep quality? And for most people it is. Looking at something like light exposure can be a really, really powerful next step to make sure that we are uh, getting that deep restorative sleep and showing up better tomorrow. All right. Uh, like I said, my name's Ollie. I'm the head coach of the Meta Project and walking through the stuff we do every single day. If you want to go through another video and understand a little bit more about this, the be next best one will be somewhere on the screen to go through understanding a little bit more about your biology, a little bit more about gut health uh, and how to understand the shifts from when we were 20 and now in our 40s, 50s, things need to be a little bit smarter and need to be a little sharper. So hopefully that was a nice start for your team. Any questions, anything I can help with, please let me know and have a good rest of your week. This episode was brought to you by The Body Reset, world leaders in health and performance coaching. If you love this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could just share with one person that you think would benefit. I'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email if I can help you personally. Until next time, remember long-term change comes from self-compassion and thanks for tuning in.